Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Pop quiz hotshot You know who I completely forgot was in this movie? Um, okay Uh... Cam from Ferris Bueller? No, no. I, okay. I remember he um, was in this. Okay. Uh, Harry. Yeah, Jeff. From Dumb and Dumber. Uh, not Jeff Bridges. Um, what the hell is his name? Why the hell am I? What's up? Jeff Daniels. Jeff yeah, Daniels. Yeah. What the hell was I thinking, Jeff Bridges? Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I completely forgot he was in this movie. And honestly, I completely forgot the first 45 minutes of this movie. Fair enough. It's okay. It's uh, it's a constant escalation, though. But I yeah. can see that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't. Okay, there, there's a little sneak peek into what we're talking about, guys. Do you have anything that you want to chat about prior, my good uh, dude? I'm sure, but I did just. I that you can't. I, how could you not open an episode with pop quiz hot shot? Yeah, right? dude. I forgot that this is the movie where that like comes from and you hear mm-hmm. it all the time. It's one of my it, it's one of those things it's I still say it and now like uh, there's people that just don't understand that reference cuz there's yeah people I know that are young that have never seen Speed like there's people I know that don't know who Macho Man Randy Savage is and that, that is is just unbelievable to me. It's you know, terrible to me. To me you hear pop quiz hot shot right you just hear it and you just get that it's a cultural reference of some kind you don't even necessarily need to know where it comes from you know but that, yeah i can I, see that it's in the zeitgeist but i did the equivalent of like when somebody says like the name of the movie it's like you said the thing i did that uh, with this <laughs> phrase like yeah the first time that it was said and i'm like oh he, he the said thing. the thing <laughs> ah, connections from the last 20 years of my life. That's awesome. So good. So good. Uh, Man. All right. Uh, wait. <laughs> do, all right. So here, here it is. Pop quiz hot shot. Okay. Where are you going you, with this? You are working at your cafe and a total... K word lady comes in. That's a C word, how, but okay. How how do you respond? Did you mean K? Are we doing the Mortal Kombat K? I meant Karen. I was just trying not. Oh oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant cunt. <laughs> I was like, mm, I mean, that's also hard. could have worked. <laughs> also, very easily could have worked. Maybe I should have said C, but I would just say cunt. Hey, uh, listeners. I mean, hopefully you're not offended by that. Like. I mean, yeah, I don't mean that in any derogatory way. As just a yeah. small part of an annoying internet name meme with the Kyle and Monster Energy, yeah, dude, I feel for Karen. Anybody dude. named Karen, I would probably legally change my name. At that this bothered point. you for a long time. I don't even think that's a big <sighs> thing anymore, right? I really don't. I don't know. I was probably honestly, I had other issues I was dealing with, and that one got under my skin. I know it's happened to me. With other things, where that's not the real issue, but that's why it's going to set me off. Let me ask you: Do you yeah, think it was less hot shot? <laughs> do you think it was less the name thing and more that it was just? I don't see it much anymore, and maybe because I just like blocked that shit off my 
my timelines and stuff. But when somebody, when like some meme becomes funny for like a week and then it's run into the ground for like three months, like mm-hmm. nonstop. And then three weeks later, all of your friends are catching on to it like so late, right? And it's so obnoxious. <laughs> and you're like, will you just let this die? I think that was also probably part of it because I, it could be biased. I don't know. I didn't think at its core it was even that funny of a meme. Like, I get that guy, but like, I don't know. But also, it was just that, like, literally, dude, everybody I fucking know on Facebook was sending me a variation of a Kyle meme. And it's like, I get it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's usually, the funny thing. I imagine the same image just plastered onto a different background or a uh, yeah. different, different mm-hmm. face with the same T-shirt. Essentially. Ugh. So, yeah. Anyways. That was really the main driving factor. Yeah, the K lady, uh, K-word lady coming in. So, yeah, yeah. pop quiz hot shot. You're working at the, ca- at, the, at the restaurant. A total K-word lady comes in and she has a little dog. Okay. But she wants you to make a special meal for her dog, but she has to watch you make it. I don't what care. Do Is she do? paying for it? I don't know. Probably if not. You, she's if she's try paying to get it for, it for I don't give a fuck. If she's trying to get for if she's trying to get it for free, she can beat feet, man. That's the best I I was trying to improv one and that that didn't come out the best. <laughs> Dude, I I'll make it if you got a pet snake coming in here, man, and you want like a little a little snake-sized plate of eggs. Like, All right. Give me, give me like three bucks. I'll make you a snake-sized plate of eggs or something. I don't, like, snakes probably don't eat scrambled eggs. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they definitely don't eat scrambled eggs, but that's what I'd make them if that's what they wanted. <laughs> you could literally give a snake a hard-boiled egg, and it would be really stoked, probably. Probably. It would see it and be like, I'm massacring something's family. I mean... Honestly, not even the hard-boiled. You just give it an egg because most snakes are like egg eaters. That's why they can unhinge that jaw. They they get into bird's nests and they just go to town. Also, probably like mice and rats. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. You want to hear a story of in the uh, never-ending realm of Sean's living situation as a hellhole? Yeah. 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 It's probably going to make me sad, but yeah. Maybe. I don't. I mean, maybe not. No. Is it something to do with a rodent? <laughs> oh, totally. Okay, let's go. I okay. had two not long ago. Okay. So last week, it's like last Friday. We're laying down, yeah. getting ready, go to bed. It's pretty late, you know. TV's off, lights off, and we're just kind of laying there. And I just hear, like, feet running around, like, up in the ceiling. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if my upstairs neighbor, like, got a cat or something. Because it was, like, heavy but deep down inside, I was like, mm, shit, there's like mice or a rat or something in the walls or something. This sucks, right? And so the next morning, I text my upstairs neighbor. I go, hey, do you have a four-legged friend? I don't care either way. I I mean, I want to meet it, obviously. I love those things. Mm-hmm. But do. if you don't, we got a monster like in the house, right? <laughs> so she doesn't. I text the landlord. I'm like, hey. We had some big boys, right? And after I texted her, the biggest. went to the bathroom, and I'm just like sitting there, as you will. And outside of my bathroom is like my kitchen sink, right? And so I just hear something under my sink while I'm sitting there. I'm like, 
oh shit, that thing sounds big, right? So I start like pounding on the wall, like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Just fucking go away, right? <laughs> Just hope it runs away. Exactly. Uh, it's like, I man, totally get it, man. Ignore the problem till it solves itself. Right, dude? Just like pound on the wall, make it run away, like, make us get like, yo, something big lives there. Like the Fraggle Rock and like those big furry motherfuckers. Like, yeah, the Fraggles kept like trying to get caught by or, you know, sneak over to trash heap and they get caught, whatever. Oh, those so, Fraggles. Yeah. So I text my landlord. I'm like, hey, we got some big old friends here, right? And so he brings over these monster traps, right? He sent some up downstairs. I set one up underneath the sink and like right outside my sink because they're definitely getting up into there somehow, right? In the next couple of days, you know, I hear nothing. You know, I hear stuff in the wall still a little bit. But a couple of days later, he sends me this text. Of course, I open it. I'm at work and it's just a picture of this mon- Dude, it was huge. This thing was a monster. And I'm just like, holy shit. And I put it away. I'm like, okay, sweet. Maybe that's the end of that issue. And I hadn't heard anything for a while. I mean, there was more context. He didn't just send me a picture like a fucking weirdo, right? I was like, here's a picture. Do you still have? Do you still have the picture? Yeah. Can we put that on Discord? Uh, Yeah, I can. It'll take a little bit of working around. But if I remember, I will send it to you. After That would be but cool. I mean, this is, that's just... There you go, Discord people. You get to see the rat. Oh, I are, see this what are you going to put it on the, what, Patreon or something? That's what I meant. The Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought you Patreon. wanted me to send it to you on Discord right now. I'm like, man, I got to like. No, I didn't mean right now. Sorry. And... Sorry. No, I did not mean just. Yeah, we should put that on the Patreon, though. That it's, would probably. For context, like the trap is like a big ass trap. And this thing just like is huge. So I don't think anything of it. And then Wednesday, Wednesday, I get home from work. It was a long day at work. I get home. It's like five o'clock and I've had dishes to do since like Sunday, but I hadn't been home. And so I start doing dishes and Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there washing dishes. And my neighbor from upstairs texts me and goes, do you smell something dead? And like, no. Well, now that you mention it, yeah. And I started to like smell it. And it's so wild because it's literally right underneath me and I couldn't smell a thing. And I got this overwhelming sense of fuck, 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 fuck. I have to now deal with this. So I like do one of those little, I open up the cabinet thing and just like do a peek and I just see it and I slam it. And I'm just Ah! like, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Dude, this thing was the size of like a small cat. Like, oh, hold, dude, I'm telling you, like, look at my hands. I'm telling you, like, this big, not including the tail. Like, it was almost sure. a foot long and just That's... huge. Ab- dude, I don't know what kind of HGH or testosterone <laughs> these motherfuckers are on, but that thing could have kicked the shit out of Shredder. Okay? I believe it, man. And so I slam it and, like, yeah, in- underneath my sink, fucking reeks like something that's dead. And so my my theory is, like, obviously it's coming up through the wall, so it drifted up into her house, but it wasn't coming through the doors of my sink, so I couldn't really smell it. So anyways, I set up, like, this trash bag underneath, and I just grabbed a broom and, like, went, you know, just, like, quickly swept without looking, because, dude, nasty, that thing's massive, I don't need to see its, like, head all shattered and whatever. 
and it was upside down. So I thankfully didn't have to see anything, but I like swept it in trash bag and I went to pick up the trash bag and it's fucking entire tail was hanging out and I grabbed it by the tail. Like, Oh my God. It did. As you could tell, I cut my arm off. Yeah. Uh, like I no shows. longer have two hands. Because yeah. that's all I could do. Oh. Yeah, it was, oh. <laughs> dude, it was so gross. <laughs> dude, I'm sure it, like, it was probably one of those giant-ass fucking European New York rats that are like, dude, I've seen those things like carry pizza up the yeah. subway. Like, dude, this this rat would kick the shit out of those rats. <laughs> Because <laughs> this Jesus, this was this was country fed, man. It's it's cornbread. I don't, dude. I don't even want to know what it's been eating to get that big. Like this is the biggest rodent I've ever seen in my entire life. That's wild, dude. Yeah, it was bigger than the the ferret my brother had. And this ah, is, and this one's is it probably the same size or bigger than the one that you have the picture of? Um, it was bigger than the one that I have the picture of, but yeah, I wasn't taking a picture crazy, of this. Dude. Sure. And I don't even know how good, like, the picture's going to do it justice, just because yeah. you would have to see, like, how big this trap is. Actually, I have another trap in the kitchen. I can, like, do a, a my a hand? hand for size. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, the hand I cut off, it's uh-huh. under my that's... sink right now. <laughs> and I'll now, put it next that's, to that. That's what she smelled. Yes, it was my hand. Rotting, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably super confused now that I said, Man. "Yo, I text her. I'm like, yo, I had a monster rat." She goes, "Don't send me a picture." The <laughs> landlord must have texted her a picture a couple days prior. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, what too, kind right? of, what kind of person just texts a picture of a rat in a rat trap? Just text me that you got one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh shit! I might yeah. have sent the pic too. That's wild, dude. I mean, I, I definitely like, would have sent the picture, too. I'm just complaining I, that I'm the one that received it. I did not have uh, rats. I had two mice. That, uh, that It I'd was great. Take... Go on. They caught themselves is the, is the best part. How? Because, uh, well, so uh, off my kitchen is my garage, you know, and there's like, yeah, yeah. it's got like that wooden stairway down, and I have my recycling on the other side of that stairway, because I can just go out and I can drop stuff over that, and there's my recycling. Well, I, some, I'm assuming the mice came in through the garage at some point because I need to finish the weather strip or fix the weather stripping. And uh, anyways, I think they got they got in the in the recycling. Like I'm sure they climbed up the stairs and smelled it, and this fell in, and they couldn't get fucking out. But Mandy went to like throw something away, and of course I heard. Oh no! The uh, the, the trademark uh, scream. Yeah, essentially just the. Whoa! And I'm like, oh shit, she's found something. And uh, I run out there and there's there's just the one mouse at first. And I put on like my gloves and uh, I'm a real, uh, I'm nihilistic, but I'm empathetic. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I pack capture and release as much as I can. And so I, I've had these thick leather gloves and I put them in, uh, in like soup cans. I'd like scoop them into that. And then I transferred them to this bucket and I walked them. <laughs> Ah, uh, just conveniently and for no reason or bias, I walked him up near the the church up the street and let him go. 
<laughs> oh, so they were still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, okay. I captured them like, like I scooped them into the can, yeah, yeah. Uh, the soup can, and then put my hand in the leather glove over it because they're sure, not, sure. they're mice. So, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I thought I, I was go, wondering why but... you went through all of this for a couple of dead mice. So now it makes no. so much. And they were more totally sense. alive, but there was only the one when I first reached in, and as soon as like <laughs> I started to move it, another one jumped out from, and I was it was like in Velociraptor or in uh, yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park where he's like clever girl, like they had set me up. I was like ah. Oh He's yeah, trying to get me. They got that last jump scare. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I envisioned you like walking to the church and just nailing these dead mice to like its door. <laughs> don't do that. I don't know why I pictured you doing that, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, be pretty metal of me. That is pretty metal. Anyway. So there you go, listeners. Um, thanks for coming on our journey of rodents and. What happens as winter comes to spring and yeah, and what have you? Do you have any fun stories? Dude, I grew up in like the woods and we had bats in our house like a lot. Okay. And we had a swimming pool out back and, you know, just surrounded by woods. And so when you'd go night swimming, just bird or bats would just be dive bombing the pool and just trying to eat lights. all the insects. Yeah, yeah, trying to eat all the insects. Smorgasbord for them. That, that would actually probably be really cool. It's really fucking cool if you don't think that much about it. I mean, yeah, there's bats <laughs> and really bat guano is only really dangerous and super high. Yeah. Uh, collections and concentrations. So, but still. I'll say like we've definitely, you would get grazed on the head by like bats just like skimming your head. And it's like, oh, that was cool. Also, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But I, I probably would have thought that was cool as a kid too. Now as an adult, that terrifies me. Yeah. And also, like, them getting into the house is just a nightmare. Like, I couldn't imagine as somebody that is the sole person in my place that has to sit here and catch bats and get them out and not, like, kill them, you know? Just like, ugh. Do you get bats now? No. Now we're Oh, okay, okay. No, no. Yeah, I was going to say, I've dealt with probably 10 bats in my life, like... Enough that I remember them, but not enough that, like, it's a common occurrence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm in a city-ish area where I don't really have to deal with bats or bears anymore. Um, You know, it was really cool growing (laughs) up, but... Uh, I never had much of that, the, like, (coughs) mostly just mice. I don't... I've never had a rat in my house. Rats... <clears throat> We're not a thing in southern Indiana, and uh, I've yet to see one here, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like, uh, seeing occasional possums and raccoons, but because also some of like, we lived, there was a strip of woods, because there was also, like, railroad tracks down back behind where I lived, but uh, yeah, it was all, like, wooded area, too. It was, like, a little valley, and you'd, you'd see wildlife, man. It's just natural. Um, yeah. But nothing ever really altogether crazy. Yeah. No. This is my first rat. Hopefully, um, like, the first last. time having to deal with rats, like, Oof. ever in my life. So hopefully Oof. that's a thing of the past. And, like, maybe that one rat that I found in my sink, God knows how long it was there for. I don't know. After I saw the one that my landlord sent, I'm like, oh, sweet. It's probably done. And also, I just really didn't want to check under my sink for a couple mm-hmm. of days. <laughs> even though that so, was also the place that like you did hear it first 
Yeah. No, I heard it in the ceiling first, and then oh, in that's the walls. true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then in there the next day, and I had in previous oh. years heard them in there as well. But man, you know, uh, I I might send it to you. One of my favorite all time Stephen King short stories is about a guy who hears rats in his walls. Yeah, that's isn't that the one that ends with the cotton the cotton gin? No, uh, this one's one of the, I think it's one of the prequels to, uh, Salem's Lot. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Hmm. I wonder what one I'm thinking of. Somebody's listening and they're like screaming. uh, It's like a name. I I believe you're thinking of the Mangler. Maybe. Maybe. I I feel like it's something that starts with a W. Like a Will Wilbur or I don't know. Oh, are you thinking, um... So are you thinking Night Shift, where it's the giant bat creature and the guy works in, like, the textile factory? It's a movie? Maybe. There's absolutely a there's scene with, like, a bunch of mice that, like, scare a guy into backing up into, like, a cotton okay. gin. I think that what something. you're thinking of is Willard. That's not a Stephen yeah. King. Oh, so I was really close with the W. But yes. Willard. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I actually own that book. It's really good. Nice. Nice. Um. Anyways, I, I just hope that one of them escaped and told all the other ones to get the fuck out. Yeah, stay clear of this. The good's not getting anymore. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm Fucking growing a bunch rats, of man. ghost peppers. Uh, I did see that. A ton, dude. Yeah. I got four of those plants, six habanero plants. Are you and... growing them outside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But as if it's anything like the peppers from last year, man, I'm going to have dozens and dozens yeah. of them. And I'm just going to start laying them out all over the place downstairs. Oh, also, one last boy, one last side thing. Uh, he followed up the image of the rat with a, <laughs> oh, by the way, the Santa Claus scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so I moved the Santa Claus that's usually behind me and has been up here forever into the basement the same Saturday. And funny enough, I was like, man. One of these days, doing laundry, I'm going to scare myself because I'm uh-huh. going to see it and be like, oh, shit. I got him a couple days later, and it brought me a lot of joy. As it would me, man. That's actually, although bringing it back, because this is what comedy is. It's it's the same. It's re- repetition. Uh, that's what your neighbors smelled. Your, your landlord saw the Santa and had a heart attack and, and actually died, and he's that's what she smelled. Well, I'm glad that as he was dying, he sent me he all of sent these you texts. a text that he's actually fine. He, he he set him on a timer so that you wouldn't know. He didn't want you to worry, Sean. Oh, how nice of him. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I haven't seen him in a while. I did uh? leave two plots for him to, to plant some stuff, and things did get planted. But there's mm. no guarantee that he's the one that planted those. That could have just been Johnny Appleseed. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to look into this any further. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, see if somebody asks me for rent next month. Fair enough. Let's um, see how far I can get. Ah, your your landlord actually seems like a cool guy. I was just going to say, has, has he so done chill. this? Has he done the thing yet where he asks? Is he the type? Because I've seen stories of like landlords are now asking for tips on rent. No, he's okay. I didn't. Think if so. he asked me for a tip, I'll. Like, I'll give you a tip. <laughs> then, like, cup shot him. Cup test. Just the tip. Just, Just the, the tip, fl- baby. The flick, man. 
That always yeah. hurts the worst, dude. Dude, for real. A glancing blow? We used to do that to each other in school all the time. So fun. Last night, I was doing something. Like, I was rolling over in bed or just, like, doing something, and I accidentally smoked myself in the nuts. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that I accidentally hit myself in the balls on a weekly basis is kind of upsetting considering <laughs> I've had these my entire life and I know they're there. Forever. So hopefully other people can relate. If not, uh, well, I'm sure weird. people with kids can. I know definitely as a person, as a kid, as a person with uh, two small dogs, uh, I have been kicked in the nuts numerous times. <laughs> so yes. like, it's the worst when you're just like laying on the couch watching TV and like all of a sudden out of nowhere, they just jump up dive and they, they die full force off of your scrotum. Like that's what they springboard <laughs> off of. And it's like, ah, oh, that's such a deep pain. It hurts me now. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, this might make you crack up. I was uh, doing something on my Google photos the other day and you know how in Google Photos it like actually recognizes people people's faces and you can look at photos of different people? Yeah. It's all AI and smart generated and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it recognizes all of the photos that we have of each other. Mm-hmm. So I can go into people and select you and it shows me all the pictures that we have together. Your dogs have a slot in my... Aww. Like, and I didn't even set it up. I just have so many pictures of and with your dogs that I go into the people, the people section and I can click on, say, Bentley. And there's all the photos of Bentley. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't I know love why that. I didn't send that to you, but it, it cracked me up the other day. It's funny because when I am hanging out with or like pick up Bentley or I'm taking him up to like bed or something, <clears throat> I either think about every time it's either you or Rooter because I'm like, man. I bet if, if Sean or Casey was here, Bentley would go cuddle with them in the bed because Bentley likes him so much. Aw. He's it's a real true, big though. fan of you. Yeah, he likes you a lot. Yeah. He's a good boy. He is a really good boy, man. He's gotten real awesome as he's gotten a little older. He's just chilled out enough finally that he's like, all right, man, we can we can vibe. Yeah. He's he's nice. old man style too now because like he'll go to he goes to bed at like eight he starts falling asleep on the couch like that oh, and it's not that's like so cute it's like that deep dog sleep where they're like yeah. they get the the nictitating eyelid closes too and like when they wake up it's kind of half over they're like oh what's happening <laughs> yeah, yeah where am I I love that oh, dude chilly ah. oh, chilling sausages man dogs are the best dude yeah I'm dude telling you. I'm telling you uh, absolutely. Pop quiz hotshot. Yo. Have you ever seen Speed before this time? I'm starting to think that I've never seen like the movie in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, I have absolutely seen most of it. You know, for everybody's. Well, I don't want to say everybody because you said people don't even know Macho Man Randy Savage, right? Yeah. But I feel most people even... Even five years younger than me and up have seen that movie, you know, 30 and up. Let's be safe. To a degree, I think, like you said earlier, so much of it at this point is in the cultural zeitgeist that even if you haven't seen it, you know what speed is. You know the basis of it. 
you know kind of what's going on. Like, in watching this, I completely forgot he was a cop. He's part of LAPD. He's (laughs) – I feel like he works with the bomb squad. Yeah. You know, he's got to. I guess. Jeff Daniels there. I guess LAPD has so many bombs that they have their own bomb squad. It's a little bit more believable than this elite car theft squad of cops, but (laughs) – Yeah. The whole one, like, riding in on the, like, the crane truck and jumping in. I mean, it's nice to, it was really cool scenes in this, but I absolutely forgot the whole, like, elevator scene and the whole opening with Dennis Hopper's Howard um, and just, like, kind of everything that unfolds from there. But everybody knows the bus. Everybody knows the hopping the highway. And then the whole, oh, you're a foot shorter, you know, part at the end of the movie. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't remember so many parts that held this movie together and instead just only remember the parts that everybody everybody knows. The big set pieces, for sure. The things that would I, be parodied. and I imagine you've seen this plenty of times. A, a lot of times. My mom really liked this movie. She was a big Sandy Bullock fan, as uh, I believe as probably most, moms most are. middle-aged women were and are. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, she really she liked Sandra Bullock. Geniality six times in theaters. Uh, I don't think I don't remember her having a thing for Keanu. Um, and I only bring this up because my mother historically has a massive thing for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> she loves Nick Cage, as you will. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her favorite Nick Cage is uh, Con Air. Nick Cage. Okay, it's a uh, good movie. She, li- she liked his hair. Um, I took my mom to see Ghost Rider in theater because it was Nick Cage. She wanted to see it. Okay, um, so did she like it? No, oh, she liked okay. Nick Cage in it. Uh, and sure. Nick Cage's terrible wig. She thought it was his real hair. I was like, no, mom, <laughs> it's a hairpiece. But you telling me those flames on his head aren't real? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she, uh, she really liked it. So I, I saw it a lot as a kid, and uh, it's another one like what I'm sure happened to you. You just would catch it on TV, parts of it here and there. All um, the time. It, always on TV. It was another one of those, just all the time. Every channel, TNT, Spike, TNN. And this came out in 1994, so that yeah. that is like a lot of our childhood going forward mm-hmm. of real estate of it being on TV. I was 10 y- years USA. old, so I mean, that's... Yeah. And it's kind of, it's weird. This is an R, is it not? This has got to be an R. Uh, I'm it, on the page right now. Yeah, it's rated R. Yeah, okay. I was going to say it almost, but again, I was watching this at 10 years old. Thanks, Mom. Uh, I was I was raised on rated R. I think it's fine, goddammit. I turned out completely normal. <laughs> and I'll say, in the grand scheme of things, this isn't... That's the other part. This isn't some like, hard R. This is R... It's language... Deep- and yeah, it's language a couple of times. And then I, I think it's like for horrifying sequences or something like that. I guess like, so. Like, I think it hit rated R by, you know, it just had to. They had to. It's like, oh, you hit your quota on this. Man. Speaking of, and what did you call it? Harrowing situations? Harrowing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I just said seven seconds ago. I don't either. Uh, we're, we're really good at this, Sean. Um, dude, 
that fucking opening scene in the elevator when they're trying to get the people out. Fuck that. Woo! Fuck it in the face, dude. Fuck that lady. You're dead. I gave yeah. you like three chances to get out. I'm sorry. Good luck. I, you know, <laughs> there's something to be said for this movie in that there are so many, I think, representations of very real emotions. Like, you've got Sandra, what the hell's her name in this movie? Bullock. Oh, uh, uh, Annie. Yeah, Annie. Annie has so many, <laughs> what's her name in this movie? Sandra Bullock in this movie. Um <laughs> She has so many realistic reactions to things that are going on That's while Sandy. in control of the bus, you know, just her reactions like the whole she smokes the baby carriage and she has like four more subsequent scenes like that where she's like just ap- you would believe that she was actually having a panic t- attack while filming this movie. But that lady in the elevator like freezes. I couldn't see myself being like that, but I think I know some people oh, that would sure. be absolutely paralyzed with fear and they would just die. Yeah. It's it's a thing that's it's what fight, flight, or freeze is the, it's the three that animals There's do. Three? Yeah. Fight, flight, or freeze. Because freeze is generally what like a lot of prey like rabbits and and shit like that, you know, because when you scare a rabbit, it just they stop, you know, and deer do the same thing. And That's why they goats. get hit so fucking much when the car's right there. They don't run out of the way. They they freeze. It's instinct. So, yeah, the goats, the fainting goats. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've I, I've never even thought about that. You always hear, like, your uh, fight or flight reflexes. Mm-hmm. I've never until now heard the freeze, and it makes so much sense. And I, so I'm not making you. that up. It is, a, it is a real third one. There are the three categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I've never heard that before, but I appreciate you for that. I think it's because it doesn't rhyme and it doesn't work. It doesn't. It's, it's fight or flight, you know. It's fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Or freeze. Buzzwords. It, 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 it throws the the timing off. So I get it, but you know we're here to educate Sean as we 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 taught the listeners with our game genie episode. We're evolving as a show. We're becoming informative. <laughs> oh man, I would, so anyway, it, speed man, this bus right, it's <laughs> barreling ass down the. Tr- <laughs> let me teach you about bombs this one <laughs> i love that's another thing i love about all of why does the bomb maker use the universal bomb wiring code as a guy who has worked with this shit you can use whatever fucking wire you want yeah yeah it's like okay well well you gotta understand kyle he might mix himself up if he's in his workshop and he he substitutes an orange for a green wire True. he might blow himself up because he forgot that's what you get for right. trying to be innovative this Just is one do... savvy cop spoilers yeah keanu is dude if every cop in america was like keanu reeves this would be the best country in the entire planet in the entire universe dude he is like when he gets on that bus and the dude's flipping out because he probably did something or he, he was... I have no idea. Like, did he steal? Did he kill somebody? Was he illegal? I don't know. I don't care. And neither did Keanu. He de-escalated like, until... I'm not even a cop now. Oh. Mm. I'm putting <laughs> my gum so, away. It's so silly. It's... <laughs> look, number one, no cop ever would ever do that. In the history of time. <laughs> you're forgiven. I don't care what you did. You're forgiven. And, and then he does, he stabs a lady, right? 
He stabs somebody. Does he stab a lady? Or shoot him? Because then shoots Harry. Okay. Yeah, he shoots Harry in the leg. He's like, when Harry's no, like, no, shoot no, the I'm hostage. S- the guy on the bus. Does he? Because wh- he. Oh no, he, he, shoots, he, does eventually he shoots the bus driver. Oh, that's right. That's how we get yeah, to yeah. this whole. Which is why we have Annie on the, <laughs> driving the bus. Man, I tell you, dude. All right. My entire fucking life, I have thought that this bus driver is just a Geico caveman. <laughs> okay. And it's right. not. It's not. No. Hawthorne James. He has such a uniquely weird. It's very. Cro-Magnon? It's, it's a harsh brow, man. He has very protruding bone structures. Yes. Whether it be his 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 brow, like you said, his cranium, like, just juts out over it. And it's not even just it's, his eyebrow, it's, but the it entire is like the ridge. Eye, yeah, that whole ridge. And it, it's so yeah. weird from the profile. And then, because it's 1994, he has, like, that weird uh, swept back sort of semi-afro. And it, it's just such a... It was always, it's one of the things that I've always stuck out to me in this movie is how unique this guy looks. Yeah. I want to track down like what other stuff he's in. I'm sure it's all like bit pieces and stuff like that just because he's, you know, I I can't imagine him being. He's one of those guys. I remember him from a lot of stuff in the 90s, but he was always just like that somewhat bit part. Like a crypt keeper or something, you know. Is he the or, or a keeper? butler or a limo driver? Like I can imagine him fitting into all of those roles like perfectly. Are you looking into it? Somewhat, yeah. Like I want to feel like he's in. I get... Oh, he's on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And Frasier, he was in a lot of TV shows. It looks like. Hmm. So maybe that's where I know him from. But there, he's Speed. He's Sam. Oh, he was in Seven. Okay. Oh, he was in Seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a great Ventures movie. Of Briscoe County Jr., Martin. He's been an okay. Okay. Yeah, check him out, folks. If you don't know who we're talking about, just like pull out that little phone because you can Google things nowadays and just type in like Hawthorne James or go into IMDb and look up this movie. Follow along with the names that we're tossing out there. Um, But you said, you know, if every cop was like Keanu, the world would be... A, a pretty uh this country would be a pretty great place i i will say i did think while watching this so after sarah watched uh john wick she's like man john wick just is the same person in every movie and after watching this i was like man keanu we keanu reeves is the same character in every single movie he just he's just himself yeah and i'm i've come to realize after watching this i'm okay with that mm-hmm like, I will watch him be himself, mm-hmm. but with a different job until the end of time. Because he's good at it. And I think Keanu gets a bad rap about it because I think primarily a lot of it stems from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Where Keanu was the lead role in that because he was a hot young actor. And he also either at his behest or the director, somebody had him using a British accent in that movie. And it is, (laughs) it's not good, man. Like it would have been much better had he just been himself. And I think there's a lot of good actors that get by on just being themselves though. Like I don't, 
really think Ben Affleck is a very transformative actor. I think pretty much he plays Ben Affleck all the time. But that's, that's okay. okay. I like watching Ben Affleck. Like, yeah. That you, I feel like you get a lot of the same with, you get a lot of the same with Brad Pitt too. Of course, now, I was going to say him too. Yeah. yeah. He has, I think, a little bit more range. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at you, Burn, after reading, like, that yes. is, that is a different Brad Pitt. But for the most part, you know, he's, he's got all the signature things in all of the movies, just like Keanu, Keanu has the same exact way of answering the phone in this movie as he answered <laughs> yeah as he, as he does in John Wick 4 that I just saw in theaters like last month uh-huh uh-huh and i dude i'm here for it that it actually kind of popped me as i was just like seeing all of the stuff that i'm still so used to him see, seeing from him now just from 1994 i think it, I man again people shit on it i think they i think it's one of those things too that like was a joke and it's just sort of again become part of the cultural zeitgeist but i i don't think people realize how many of the actors they like also are just doing the same thing yeah and maybe he's not for you i guess and maybe it stands out a little bit more if you're okay maybe he he's not for you I, I, that's fine that's fine it, like yeah. your mom tell you <laughs> unlike your mom he does it for me you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. His, I like Keanu too, man. I like his intensity. He's got a lot of intensity in this movie. He's uh, he's yeah, also, he does. he does great at commanding presence on the screen. He's a great uh, stunt actor. Um, I think he did a lot of stunts in this movie. Although he's also very pro stuntman work too. Like he loves stuntmen and gives them all their props and gives them more than that but uh i think like the jumping onto the moving bus was totally him where like his feet are dangling okay i, I think i I'm, mean that's impressive that's pretty badass uh still not tom cruise level shit but i don't think tom Dude. cruise was doing this shit at his age at keanu's age i'll, I'll be i'll say that because tom cruise didn't move into the real action movie star till later in his life wasn't it like literally, oh no! I was gonna say Mission Impossible, but I mean, Top Gun, Top Gun Two, like eighty-seven. But I then, mean, what after that? But Mission Impossible, right? That's where yeah. it really kicked off. I'm trying to justify this because I mean, even Top Gun, yeah, it's an action movie, but it's all like plane is all the yeah, action. it's all is seated. Yeah, so it's not like you know exactly. Do you, actually, you know what? I played a lot of a lot of volleyball. I really can't have you stepping <laughs> on toes and like putting it down like that, dude. Very action intensive. You know, I would not shit on the Top Gun volleyball scene of all scenes, of all scenes, baby. <laughs> oh man, uh, here's the thing. I'm glad that that fucking lady that got killed got killed on the bus. I hate that lady. Dude, I can't even picture her face, but... She's in so many things, and I hate her all the time. It's her voice for me. That I think her name was Helen Beth Grant. <clears throat> yeah, Beth Grant. She's she in, just has a face of somebody that you just, like... You want to see in a movie, like, her be going to get off a bus, and the, the stairs blow up, and she gets run over. And you want to see that so badly. You hope like, for Like, why it, can't actually. somebody just... Why can't she just be typecast into that role? Like, that's I, something you can just be typecast into, right? Every I, movie needs that scene. 
I love how the bomber has just that tiny bomb set up just for that exact scenario. He's like, oh, you try to get off. I'll blow you up, but I won't blow up everybody yet. Like how many different parts of this bus did he have rigged to go off? How many of you know? that? Uh, and that's the also- only... He had a set to automatically blow up, but also had manual trigger ones. <sighs> kind of weird. It, it's... It's a 90s action movie in that when you start to dissect it, it it's going to fall apart real quick. Real quick. <laughs> like uh, blowing up the first bus that's right outside Keanu's uh, place. I love he... That's a long shot of him running all the way to that burning bus. <laughs> that was a long shot of him, dude. That was like a 50-yard dash right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Dude. And he is just sprinting. It's eh, It was a choice. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know what he expected to Find. see when he got there. <laughs> it's very obvious that everything is gone. Yeah. Uh, everybody's dead. I also like it's funny and weird, like how Keanu is that friendly with a bus driver for a bus that he never rides. Yeah, that is something by the end of the movie. I also was like, why do they have such like I get it. You both were in a near-death situation, but it's still weird as a viewer to watch them know each other for like 12 hours and for there to be like this flickering of a romance coming out of it. Also, your partner and best friend died like an Just hour died. ago. He blowed the fuck up and you're like, yeah. uh, I'm going to slip my dick in. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's getting it in um, on this train. Uh-huh. It's about to go off the rails because it's crazy. Also, they know that this guy is ex-police, you know, ex-service, whatever, right? They know he's a smart guy. You can figure that out. They figured out that he's been able to check out the UHF feed of Inside the Bus, uh, how he has everything rigged up. He's set up in such a situation where he sees everything. Mm -hmm. But yet, they set this money exchange up at the end of the movie in a way that, like, me, as an average person, would have spotted the 1,700 snipers set up in plain sight everywhere. Yeah. And it's but, like, he's a cop. He knows what you're going to do. He knows he, your modus he, operandi. Right? He's probably helped set these things up. He literally looked out the window and saw people immediately because he knew exactly where to look. You know what movie does this whole setup situation way better? What's that? Have you ever seen The Negotiator? No. Wow, that'll be one we do sometime soon. Hell yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. Write it down. We're, we're, we're into the... It's almost like a Hercule Poirot movie. It's a mystery you can follow along. I'm here for it. It also stars Samuel L. Jackson. I'm less into it. And what? Kevin Spacey considerably less into it (laughs) (laughs) but it is in my top 50 movies it's a really fucking good movie dude we were talking prior to being on the air about being able to separate uh art from the artist Uh uh-huh uh-huh i will say seven is one of my favorite movies of all time yeah and i don't know when i'll ever watch that again or really if i want to (laughs) Same with uh, American Beauty. I love American Beauty. I don't know when I'll watch it again. Dude, that would... 
knowing everything that we know now, uh-huh. uh, there is nothing I want in this world more than to never watch that movie again. <laughs> Dear Lord. I'll watch Doctor Strangelove again. Pop quiz no. hot shot. No, I won't. Kevin Spacey's got you in his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you're a girl. Are uh, you safe or are you not safe? I'm going to go with safe. Probably safe. Man, uh, how about fucking Dennis Hopper in this movie? Killed it. You want to watch somebody chew scenery, put on speed, baby, and watch the master work. God damn, Dennis Hopper commands that screen every time he's there. He is incredible. Like, I just got goosebumps <laughs> knowing that we're just about to talk about him. He knocks it out of the park in this movie in every single scene. Yep. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He does uh, so much of He's plays evil prick just so naturally. It's so great. I love watching Dennis Hopper in his element. And man, he is just working it all here. Um, maybe that's why... Keanu looks... No, Keanu just always looks good. Jeff Daniels. He makes Jeff Daniels look good. Jeff Daniels looks great in this as well. And this is... Man, this was right before Dumb and Dumber, I think. Was it before? Or this was the same year as Dumb and Dumber. I think it was the same year, to be honest with you. I think Dumb and Dumber is also 94. Man, talk about back-to-back years for him. Or back-to-back movies for him. Man, and contrasting roles... That is not a dude that just plays himself in every yeah. mo- every role that he's in. Dumb and Dumber was also 94. Yeah. Damn. He knocks it out of the park in this. Dude, you want to fucking talk about uh, back-to-back hits? What is, like, all right, in 94, uh, Jim Carrey re- was in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The mm-hmm. Mask, and yep. Dumb and Dumber. All three yep. of those movies came out in 1994. Holy fuck. Yeah. What a massive it's, year. What It's got to be one of like the best years for an actor. Ever. Like ever. Ever. Yeah. And then he had another couple of good years following that too. Those movies just kind of like catapulted him into doing, well, everything. So I guess it kind of averages out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was... He was really good in the early 90s scene. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, Jeff. So this was the same year. That's crazy. Jeff Daniels. I'll be goddamned. Uh, like you said, Sandra Bullock, man, we, we, we briefly touched on it. But, man, number one, Sandy is just a fantastic actress. She acts the amount of believability to the performance that she's going through. Like the whole time, like when she's flipping out and trying to drive the bus, it is. I'm like, she has no idea what she's doing. It, it's. I think she's honestly the glue that holds all the other pieces together in this movie. That is a very nice way to put that, Sean. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Is. So many times you watch it and like there could have been scenes in this where she just had like some contrived reaction to something. Mm-hmm. But everything that she does in this just felt so believable. Yeah, like her panicking when the gas is running out because, you know, he had to stab it in that crazy scene where he's underneath the bus to like his her connection to Sam, the bus driver, because she drives like all the time. She she rides that bus because she lost her license, not because she's a drunk. 
She's just she's got a lead foot. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody losing their license from too many speeding tickets. I don't know anybody. I imagine it's a thing, but I, I imagine your average person after like the ticket that would put them at the point where it's like, hey, do this again, and you lose your license. Would slow down. Would slow down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. But yeah. You would think. Yeah. Sandy, though, uh, she, she's killing it. Uh, I think she she does so well. And like you said, she is the glue, and she kind of has to be, too, because that's, I feel, the character we will relate as, because I'm not an LAPD bomb squad cop, but I am just a regular person who's ridden on a bus before. Yeah. Holy shit, what the fuck would I do in this scenario? I would e- act exactly like Sandy. Or yeah. Annie. <laughs> we are so bad when it yeah. comes to actually using like the characters' names. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're just like... That's probably why it doesn't bother me with the whole Keanu thing, because guess what? If I'm watching a movie, I, you're, you're watching Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, look at Keanu and Sandra Bullock on this bus. It's great. Yeah. Dennis Hopper, what a dick. What a total dick, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> How dare you? Um, oh, man. But you're right. Like, she is the one character that anybody could relate to. Maybe. I mean, that bus is full of people that I think everybody could relate to in a different way. You know, you, you mentioned Cam from Ferris Bueller's Day As Off. the tourist. He's, Love him. The, yeah, exactly. The tourist that's hitting on everybody and thinks he's some big shot. When he's just in L.A. and guess what? You're not that big of a deal on this bus. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I love, I love how dejected he is when they pull into the airport. And he's like, the airport? I've already seen this. <laughs> Dude, it's on a bus that's about to explode. Explode, I know. <laughs> Jesus, man. I love that. Um, we've also you got, uh, what's his face? Uh, as the, the construction worker guy. Ortiz, Carlos Carrasco. I've seen this dude in tons of shit, too. He's another one of those guys. I don't even know who you're talking about. I see see who you're talking about, but I can't picture him in really other things. I'm trying to look just real quick to see if anything else jumps out. But The guy who owns the Jaguar that Keanu steals? That dude I recognize from like a bunch of stuff. Uh, Glenn Plummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny as hell, too, man. And this? So funny. And yeah. that whole scene was so great, dude. Uh-huh. So great. I, I love how Keanu steals his car, tells him to move over, breaks off the door after asking if the dude has insurance, jumps from it, and just he plows straight into water bales. And honestly... At that speed, dude should have died. For you know? sure. That was what I thought that exact thing watching it this time. I was like, dude, he would not be okay hitting those yeah. at that speed. Unbuckled Jack in a convertible, wet 55 miles an hour. Hitting mm-hmm. what? No, dude. <laughs> no. Not, and the airbags didn't even go off. No. He just hits it and just like gets covered in water. He's like, oh, man. And just like drives away. It's like, Really? This is a movie full of really awesome, like, scenes and set pieces yes. and stuff. And, you know, you have the iconic, you got to floor it, you got to jump the hole in the bridge because the bridge, or the, it's not finished, they thought it was. Listen, that ain't happening. At no point. Yeah. At no point in any reality is that happening. 
I could take my car and get it going 110 miles an hour. My car is considerably lighter than that bus. That bus can only hit 70. My car is not clearing that gap. <laughs> Never? Period. A hundred out of a hundred tries, would you ever you clear that gap? No, never. You could have put the gap in that road to be 15 feet long uh-huh. with a ramp. Uh-huh. And I still wouldn't believe that that bus was clearing that that gap. I love to, <laughs> like, when they show us the section, it's like a cutout section on a curve, too? Yeah. Like, so it, and the, it's flat. Yeah. It's... It was a... Uh, it's... The most iconic scene of the movie. And I will also say, if by that point in the movie, your brain is still turned on, you're not watching Speed the right way. Yeah. Like, I am not dragging this movie down. I will say, like, looking at this, I was like, I laughed. I was like, that's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. But it was awesome. I'm like, and I'm back into it. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. We're we're moving right the fuck along. Movies. Yep. Let's go. We're, we're, it's like, holy God, it just landed. It's slowing down. Don't hit 50. I do love that. That's like, that is another good thing. Like how aware constantly Keanu is of the bus speed. Because there's like multiple times even Annie isn't paying attention. And Keanu is always like, hey. And it like he'll like step on her foot or like keep things. Because he's like, motherfucker, can't drop below mm-hmm. 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> There's yeah. a bomb on your bus. Oh, that was so great. That was so great, dude. Here, right on this piece of paper, there's a bomb on the bus, and it just flies onto the windshield, and everybody freaks out. Ah. <sighs> Shawnee so boy. Good. That man uh, really wants to get on the bus. He does. He really did. Um, uh, Like, the bridge jump scene, of course, iconic. Uh, do you have any other favorite or iconic scenes? I mean the brawl the brawl on top of the train is I think the other iconic scene in this where you know you got Dennis uh losing or Howard losing his head. Um I think that's a big one that everybody will remember from it. And then I mean I've already done the title card, you know, where it's the inside mm-hmm. shot of just like you know, you've got uh what's his name, Jack and Annie just sitting there. It's the front view of the the bus. Anybody that sees that will immediately know what movie it is. A hundred percent. I think those are really the big ones. The big. I, I love, don't know what else. What else do you got? I love the losing your head scene. How it sets up the danger of it first with just Keanu, like how he barely misses yeah. the first one, and then like that lets us as the audience be aware, like, oh, there's danger up here, and then. It's set up so perfectly when they're fighting on top because we're like, oh, he's going to push his head into it. Oh, ah. Mm-hmm. And then he does it. And then I lo- he has, of course, a fantastic one-liner where he just says, and he's like, where is he? He goes, he lost his head. <laughs> <laughs> just, yep. thank you, Keanu. I loved you. Uh, Straight up Arnold that, line. That is great. Um, I really appreciate it's one of the smarter things the movie does is that uh, Keanu has them head into the airport and they're just going to do laps on the airport. And Brilliant. also it gets the the news helicopters away because they can't follow. So he, uh, Dennis Hopper, we think, can't track them anymore. Um, it's yeah. great stuff, man. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. 
It's yeah. crazy. I think uh, the whole train stuff honestly could have been a bit shorter. I feel by the time the bus stuff ends, we've kind of shot our wad and we're we're ready to it, go. And then it it didn't really need to happen. It was like what? There's like another 15 minutes after they get off the bus. Yeah. So it it didn't need to happen. You could have had the whole setup for the money exchange thing and you know him figuring out that they looped the UHF signal um and you know he snags Annie and he's got her hostage and just did something different but instead they just did like fight on a train the first three quarters of the movie but condensed into 10 minutes yeah <laughs> on a different mode of transportation uh-huh which yeah it I don't know that's and it's not even gonna really knock any points from it from it for me like at all but by the end of it you're right and i wasn't even gonna bring that up i'm glad you brought that up Eh, it's one of the agreed uh for me with you on that point that's a very weird way to say that sentence um but it does feel like just too long man you you should have shortened it i it is literally just the entire movie condensed and replayed in the last 15 minutes it's yeah a little on the nose, it's on a train, uh, and we're ready for it to be over. So I think it's really folks, the only thing holding it back. Folks, you're going to hear in the next couple of days, actually, I don't know when they're putting it out, but we recorded uh, Gone in 60 Seconds with our friends uh, Beer Me a Movie uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and we talked about how that's like a, it's about two hours long. And it's, you know, it flies by, but so much of that is is like padding. And it's like, hey, it was the 90s. Let's get, you know, time into these movies. This is about two hours long as well. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if that's like the magic point that they were trying to hit for. And it's like, uh, well, can we do a little bit more here? I don't know. But it was a little too long. Yeah. Like I said, I feel it. You really feel it, too, because... This whole movie has been on this bus. It's so claustrophobic. And once we get off of this bus, like naturally we're ready like that's we're ready to be done. Let let's go. We we've been stressed this whole time. We we get this big release. They have this fantastic music. Uh they share their kiss and then uh, we're, we're we're not done. We we got to keep this thing moving. And it's no, oh, that's the end. I do okay. So now that I think about it, I do like how the first the first twenty minutes is them on a it just ramps up in transportation. So the first twenty minutes they're on an elevator, uh-huh. and then they're on a bus for you know the next hour and a half, and then the last twenty minutes they're on a another superior mode of transportation on a boat or on a train on a train, and then they have an entire movie about a boat. Yeah, I which but uh, we will not get into. They just bookended it with one inferior mode of transportation and one superior mode of transportation, and it all goes wrong. That is the the one through line through this movie. Everything Keanu touches. No, it's it's Final Destination. Final Destination Four is actually a sequel that nobody knew about to Speed with the whole escalator at the end. Oh God, (laughs) I've seen. Not all of them, but most of them. It it's got the it's got I think the whole saw thing. Yeah, you know, it definitely just, has the diminishing just returns. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 
H1 is not better than the one previous after a while. No. Mm. No. So, yeah. Like, at one point, it got to, like, where they're at a NASCAR race and just a tire. <laughs> it, it was yeah. legitimately right. ripped from a Dane Cook sketch. The tire hit her in the face. It hit her in the face. In the face. Did you see that? That tire hit Mary in the face. Yes, it's Mary. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I know she my came cook. out of her shoes. She, she came, came out, out of her, her shoes. fucking shoes. <laughs> ah, that's good shit. Jesus. I don't care who you are, you comedy elitist snobs. Dane Cook is funny. <laughs> At least that man. Album. Harmful if swallowed was amazing. I don't care. I listened to that so much. Mm-hmm. Was that the first one or the? Second I don't know. One? That's the one that I listened to in like 2006 on repeat in my car for like a month. Even though I knew all of the jokes, I laughed the entire time to and from work. Yeah. I kind of want to listen to it tomorrow at work. I think I might. Hell yeah. That's going to be good yeah, stuff. We should, we should both listen to it and then just rate all of the jokes and that's an entire podcast. I know comedians love that when non-comedians do it. So yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So right now, I'm going to tell you the one where he puts a cashew on his dick and flips it <laughs> and catches it in his mouth. It's a good joke. Number one. It's a good joke. Ah! Sweet and sour sauce on my pussy. I'm uh, ruining all I remember, it. All I remember is that uh, he has that long bit about how his brother was an asshole when he worked with him at Burger King. And then, I don't know if you know the story about Dane Cook and his brother. Yeah, his brother fucking stole all of his money. All of his millions. Of, and it, yeah. He didn't just, imbe- he spent it. It's fucking gone. He robbed yeah. it. He's in prison. Dude, for all the all the years that people like ragged on Dane Cook, like all the shit that they, from like the late 2000s to like the mid-teens, you know, I feel like as soon as everything came out about his brother, everybody's like, yeah, he's not that bad. He's got a past that's real <laughs> fucked up. Everybody collectively stop ragging on Dane Cook. I think it's all there's partially that. And I think most people who really aren't overall that bad of people, like you, you're seeing it now with Nickelback. Nickelback is coming back from like forever. Everybody fucking hated Nickelback. You just shit on Nickelback. Nobody cared. If you notice now, there, there, there's positive stories coming out. People like Nickelback. That's okay. There's things happening. I'm telling you, it happens to everybody. So. I know. Yeah, I started hearing it last year, and I'm like, mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. making me listen to Nickelback. No, nope, you're not. You can find like, like them. I'm not. I don't hate them. Yeah. Because it's cool to hate Nickelback. I generally do not like Nickelback music. I will admit, Same. I like some on the first record. But other mm-hmm. than that, it doesn't really do it for me. And that's fine, man. It's Samesies. But I'm also not going to be that person sharing the hate around like there people did to. with the Kyle memes. You or the, I was trying to avoid the Karen one for the same reason. Yeah. And I should have went with cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm glad you didn't because it, then it opened up like a whole 10-minute hey, We got to have a discussion Discord. about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Are you or somebody that you know personally victimized by the Karen because name? you have the name Karen yeah right into the show we'll uh we'll sympathize and empathize with you but and we will ban everybody that makes fun of you I mean we can although do I don't know if we can actually do that we, we can't we can. afford to have less listeners no we cannot <laughs> uh but we won't encourage it I'll tell you that much uh Kyle. oh 
Yeah. You got a rating for this movie? Uh, I do, Shawnee, but uh, I have to <clears throat> present it in a certain way. I hope you know. Okay. Hit me. Pop quiz hotshot. Hit me. You're an LAPD bomb tech on a bus filled with 10 people of varying ethnicities, genders, and backgrounds. On a scale of 1 to 10, how many of those people get blown up with the less amount of people getting blown up, the better it is? <laughs> so I, I like how yeah. you twisted that. Yeah, yeah. I like how you twisted that. So I was like, man, I'm blowing up a shitload of people. Let's go. Uh, you know, reverse number. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to follow in the footsteps of this movie. And I'm going to have one person get blown up and run over. And one person get shot. So, but the which person, is, which is like a half a blow. I was going to say because the person that gets shot didn't die; they just get shot. So, like you're saying, yeah. one and a half. Yeah, one and a half, or nine and a half if we were looking at it the other way. Eight and a half if we went the other way. Eight and a half. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd say eight and a half out of ten. You're right. If I if, if we're making it less confusing, I don't math well. Uh, one explosion a and a gunshot. <laughs> yes. Now I'm on board. I cannot math. I think I have dyscalculia, people. Look it up. It's a real thing. It's the numbers version of dyslexia. That's two things I've taught you on this episode. You're welcome. Hmm. Uh, Learning podcast. (laughs) Um, I think it is a lot of fun. I I would be very curious to, and I think this a lot with a lot of the movies that we watch, I would love to... Make somebody that I work with that's considerably younger than me, like, watch this movie and get their feedback. Yeah. Because this is 1994. This is very, you know, we grew up with this. We grew up with a lot of this technology. You know, there's a lot of things current technology would change in this movie. So it does very much so feel like it takes place in 1994. But I'm okay with that. You know, it's... If they said in the beginning of the movie, 1994, L.A., I'd be like, sick. (laughs) This Tight. works perfect. Yes. It's, it's a timepiece. Yeah, I'm into that. I think yeah. it's a great idea for us to evolve the show. You get uh, young people, we make them watch movies, and we call it Kyle and Sean Force Things on Young People. Let's not do that. That's a really good way to Kevin Spacey yourself. <laughs> that's, that's really kill that idea before it goes any further. <laughs> no, I'd, that would be a cool wow. idea. I would like to have... Uh, People that have never heard of these things watch movies like this. That would be a cool concept. Because yeah. um, I legitimately, would be, I was yeah, thinking I, that the other day. Like the people that you know that don't even know who Macho Man is. Right? Like, yeah. what would they think of Speed? Speed right? Would it be entertaining it, to them? Like, have you seen the videos that you can look up on YouTube where it's just like teenagers react to NES games yep. oh, or yeah. you know whatever? But in podcast form, um, I think that's an awesome idea. But it also sounds like it's very Here's tricky the thing. to make that work. Well, and you also, <laughs> uh, uh, to, you have to 
talk to the younger generation on a podcast, and I just don't think I'm cool enough for that, man. Could you imagine putting out an ad for this? Looking <laughs> in search of younger person to watch movies. <laughs> we would have to give an acceptable age range, like 22 like, to 28 or something. Oh, 100%. Like, like I'm, I'm joking about that. Yeah. But, like, literally mid-20s, I think, is the age range be perfect, even yeah. that I'm thinking to be I think, like, to 23 to 25 is the sweet area. But oh, yeah. That's, so like, the sweet spot. If, listeners, you know a family member that would be cool enough to watch a movie they've never heard of and want to talk about it, hey, reach out to us. Maybe we'll set something up. Yo, Brooks has, like, 17 kids. He does, but I don't think they're any of that age. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Damn. We Tell your kids to get older we faster. We can't exploit them. Although, uh, Indiana might have What, do we have, have to wait some, like two, three years? child labor laws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let's laugh at the downfall of an empire. Oh, it's that, that's only yeah. like two or three action movie <laughs> Septembers. Also, this is a movie that could have worked. Totally yeah. I totally would have been okay watching this in totally December. Totally could. I, the reason... For the record, listeners, that we even got here is because uh, I watched Gone in 60 Seconds for that episode coming out Monday with our buddies at Beer Me a Movie. And after Mandy watched that with me, she's like, man, I really want to watch Speed. And I was like, fuck it. Let's watch Speed. Because it was a Saturday afternoon and it was rainy here. We weren't doing shit. So we watched Speed. And then you and I were trying to decide something. And I was like, hey, we could do this. Or I watched Speed over the weekend and it's free on Hulu. And you were like, son of a bitch, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. And it was great. Uh, I'm glad that you gave yeah. it such a good score, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it that much. I, re- I, man, it, it's completely unoffensive. I, I very much so loved watching the movie. And of course, as everybody knows, I rate my enjoyment at the time of watching it. And I very much so enjoyed it. A yeah, little man. thing here or there. But anyways, Kyle. Yes, sir. You are trapped. On an elevator. Oh, shit. Right? It is an express. There's, for some reason, really no way to get in on whatever. And you hear drilling. And next thing you know, next thing you know, you see this very, very Keanu Reeves-looking motherfucker trying to get you out. The elevator keeps popping, keeps dropping, and a lot of people are getting off of this. But you, in the fight, flight, and freeze, you froze. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm trying to figure out how to do this. You froze. Now, unlike the lady in this movie, you cannot make it out of this. Okay. Okay? Okay. You are on the 12th floor. How many floors would this have to drop? What's the maximum amount of floors that this could drop and have you still survive in regards to your enjoyment of this movie? Okay. I got you here. Uh, So out of 12... Um, I'm actually, I, I, in real life, not happening at all. But in this scenario, I, I'm <laughs> dropping 10 floors. Nice. For sure. Uh, easily. You got yeah. caps of steel, baby. <laughs> no, I'm just going to jump right before it hits the bottom. Oh yeah. Science. You know, it's, I'm, I'm totally you fine. You can't, can't kill Counteractive. me. You can't kill me. What? Uh, yeah. What even is centripetal force? Uh, <laughs> I mean, doesn't apply here, but I think for sure 10, uh, 10 out of twelve is a pretty solid score. Uh, and no way is this a perfect movie. It's silly. It's ridiculous. 
but it's goddamn entertaining. As crazy yep. as it is, even with the, the freeway jump scene, I wasn't pulled out of the movie. I was like you. I was as soon as this thing kept going, I was right back on board. Like I think it's it's probably paced out and timed that way perfectly. Like we get this crazy jump, we get the music. There's no music. We just hear the the wind, the rush. We get this cacophony of metal scraping when we hit the the bus on the ground again, and there's still no music. And then sort of everything swells back in. And by that point, we're all ready because we survived. So I it. It's a masterclass in action movies. I think it should be one that anybody that is a fan of action movies should watch. So I think I think you actually really just nailed something that I think we were trying to figure out how to say earlier. But like it is paced perfectly. And I think that's the only reason why the end is so jarring. Fair enough. Yeah. It's because everything else in this movie is so perfectly paced that you get to the end and you it's the only time where you like. Ooh, this is taking a little bit to get to the ending. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is unfortunate, but I think it's one of the only reasons I would knock anything off. Yeah. Fair enough. And again, it doesn't get knocked too bad because it's still enjoyable and we still get a great Keanu one liner to take us out. So yeah. can't hate too much. But overall, hell yeah, man. Glad we did speed. But I yeah, I I'm saying we did speed. We did do speed. <laughs> We're both ADHD heads, yeah, so that's fair. like it's not the same as everybody else uh-huh. doing speed. Yeah, we got superpowers. That's how we bitches. focus? <laughs> oh man, I don't think I've mentioned this on the show before, but we'll have to figure out what we're doing for next week um, off air. As in literally like three days, I'm leaving for Dallas and then Vegas, and I won't be back until the following week. So yeah. Uh, I'll have stuff to talk about when I get back. And that'll be awesome. Sure. We'll do a, a, a sweet-ass breakdown. I'm excited to hear about all parts of it. And uh, I don't know. Well, I'm sure, as we always do, we'll we'll figure out a way to tie something into it. Uh, we'll figure out something for this week. For sure. Um, but thanks, everybody, for listening. Absolutely. Keeping it fishy.